Guard, it's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast about sequential art, graphic novels, and more. I'm your host, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, and I'm here with Happy Hogan himself, Christopher Antista. Uh, yes. Hey. Ah, I'll get one before the battery's done. Uh, and with Fandall the Fair, Brett Elston. Hi. Hey. <laughs> uh, so Why? This, this should be this should be a uh, uh, time for excitement. It was an there's exciting, so many exciting things. It actually, if you're a Marvel fan, it is an exciting time to be alive. It's oh, a hot, hot, hot time. Um, I'm we, sure we'll get into that later in the show. But now the boring part. Uh, you don't want to plug the Shield stuff? <laughs> oh, I guess we should leave it. Lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess first up, if you're listening to the show, I mean, we've always heard you guys saying, oh, you know, I would totally buy something from you guys. I'm totally support more. Um, you guys should do commentary tracks on this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And even though movies, commentary tracks seem like the obvious choice, mm-hmm. and there are other ways we want to you know, keep giving you guys new content um, for free and, in this case, paid. I, if you donate mm-hmm. to Laser Time through lasertimepodcast.com. Suggested donation $10. Let me Su- modify that. Yeah. I, said it, I said 10 It's not 10 flat. Suggested. No. Everybody who donates yeah. during the month of November will get five free Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. commentary yeah. Comment- featuring yours truly... Plus a Mike Grimm. Plus one Mike Grimm and then mm-hmm. four Henrys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all three of us and then one with yeah, Mike Grimm. It's, uh, four, it's five commentary tracks for the first five episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're all still on Hulu. You mm-hmm. can watch along. It's a little hard to sync I up. I recommend be- you torrent them. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just difficult to sync up a TV <laughs> show. Pay for our steel there. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, and it's we very, need it more. It's very difficult to sync up properly, but it's like if you watch the show or were vaguely curious, I do think we had a good time. Uh, by well, the that, t- was the, that was the spirit of the idea is that we're all experiencing this yeah. new thing together. Yeah. And this is the ideal way to experience yeah. the show. By watching it with your friends and talking and stuff. I've heard so, a lot of criticism about it, but like that's what we're here to do. Hank's there to call out like... That guy. <laughs> I sometimes I worried we were being too critical on it. Well, I, I mean, think it was so funny. The first the first couple episodes, it's like us trying to really do actual commentary. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll be upfront that the first two, there's still some good gags in there, but we just like we're I mean we're freewheeling the whole thing, but it's a little more quiet in where we're really watching the show and like, yeah, we we watched them before, so we have I you know thoughts prepared, but by. Episode four and five, especially five, it's like it's practically just this another laser time. Uh, that it, and it's good. I mean, it in was, a good it way. It was fun because I know I, I know somewhere in there, I made a horrible, horrible molestation joke that got a laugh. Uh, probably. Well, like with, I think with five, that was the one only I had watched. Scorch, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Scorch episode. And now yeah. I hear six is even better. I heard six was good. Mm-hmm. Seven Everybody. was not as good. Everybody loves six. Uh, but if you go to lasertimepodcast.com, you can do the PayPal donations. Anyone who donates in November gets, uh, you'll, you get an email from Lasertime show gmail which then uh gives you access to a rar file which you can then unzip and there'll be five mp3s um in the future because i want to make a habit of doing things like this regularly we'll probably have some more traditional things that you don't have to quite sync up so vigorously (laughs) um but again even if you don't really care about the show i still think if you seriously like you donate a buck or something and get them it's like fine whatever you'll like just listen to episode five i think that was probably fine even if you don't care Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the plug you can probably just listen even without the pictures with five i think five i think yeah there's a lot less dead air i think in five where we're like because like episode one one two and three we do a lot of oh this is a good line and we'll pause Mm -hmm. and if you actually got synced up it works really great i Mm -hmm. i did a lot of testing and when i could 
uh, on the on the article itself on Lazy Time, uh, I put like unpaused points, like times you can sync up. Like this is when a commercial break occurs. Mm. Try to sync back up here. When you actually get them going correctly, it's it works really well. It's fun, mm. but it's we'll do better. Mm. <laughs> but thank you everyone who's already donated. And seriously, if you're looking for any reason to donate, you get free content uh, in the back end. Yeah. Yes. It's free content for your donation. So there's money involved, but yes. We just replaced a laptop, people. We did. Yeah. <laughs> it did explode. But uh, anyway, the yeah. show. Uh, yeah. So, jeez. Uh, well, let's start off quickly. We're, we're, we definitely all saw Thor. We all saw Thor together. The Thor, mm-hmm. the Dark World. Thor. Thor. Uh, but we're going to talk about that in the second half because that way you won't have it spoiled for you and you can just listen to the first half mm-hmm. if you've yet to see it. So, what have you been reading, guys? I actually uh, started the saga two weeks ago of reading Batgirl Year One, uh, so yes, I finished yeah. it now. Uh, I really like the art. I don't, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't remember the artist, but I really—it's Marcos Martin and Javier uh, Padilla. Padilla, Padilla, yeah. The, he, Padilla. they, they kind of work together as a combo on a lot of good stuff. They, they work together on on uh, Brand New Day era of Spider Man. Oh, okay, and also on on the first uh, uh, on the start of uh, Daredevil and on the start of. Mark Wade's Daredevil. Oh, okay. And uh, and on the start of Big uh, Big Time, the Spider-Man Big Time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I finished that. That was really good. It's on Comixology. They're mm-hmm. fairly cheap and mm-hmm. worth reading. And I'm not even... Yeah. I wouldn't classify myself as a particular Batgirl fan. It was just a fun story with, like, uh, seeing Killer Moth and Firefly run around yeah. together was kind of fun. Or Firebug? Or is he Firefly? Uh, I think it's a Firefly. Okay. I'd say that, that's who the character was in Arkham Origins as well. Okay. But, uh, Which I need to play. Well, I just like that Barbara had her own, like, they gave her a really interesting character. Like, she yeah, had her own. Fun. She's cool. She's yeah. not sexualized. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, like, and she's like into Batman, but she's, no. she, or I mean, she's inspired by Batman, but she's not like fawning over him. Or There like, was one moment where Robin leans in to kiss her. Uh, and it's such a male thing where it's like, I'm going to kiss this girl. She didn't ask for it. But she'll be so mm-hmm. flattered that I kissed her. She'll be so flushed. And, like, she doesn't, I don't know. It seems like a girl who's really all about owning her life and mm. super independent and, like, not. And trying to prove that just because she's a girl, doesn't it doesn't matter. She can still kick your ass. She can still be a very competent vigilante superhero. It's got nothing to do with her gender. And she's just kind of like, oh, you. It's well, like, I don't know. I feel I, like she should have smacked it. Isn't it at that point they kind of established they have, like, sort of an attraction to each other? They, like, they maybe alluded to it, but you get inside her head. Like, you oh, see yeah. her thought bubbles, and she's like, yeah, he's, you know, he's maybe kind of cute. But, like, how many girls see a guy, and he's kind of cute. And if they walked over and just fucking planted one on you, like, it's like, that's a whole different story. Yeah, I, maybe, I, I mean, I, it didn't bother it didn't bother me that much. But. There goes my game. But, uh, that's, <laughs> I don't know. That was the only moment where I'm like, I don't. I feel like that's because a man wrote it. Not that, that reminds me of a, a funny thing in the 70s I saw of how they wrote Batgirl where... You wrote you were alive in the 70s? No, no these were issues from the 70s. But they did with her that... Like the, the civil uh, rights? The Iran? For a time, she knew their secret identities and that they had figured it out, but then they <laughs> then they wrote it that she didn't. Like, they und- like uh, in the 70s, they're like, no, she doesn't know. It's more interesting if she doesn't know who the, mm. they are. It's kind but of like, true. But she was dating Dick Grayson at the time. Like, or she she knew him in real life. So if you, if you knew Dick Grayson really really well and then like an hour later you <laughs> met robin yeah. and like in his classic robin costume with a domino mask 
Yeah. Like, you know it was hey, Dick. You hey, it's it. Dick Grayson's thighs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> I call them Dick thighs. That was the best line. Knocking me that's out good. with those. That <laughs> was, I thought, the best line in the Green Lantern movie where he shows up to Carol Ferris in, mm-hmm. in his costume. She's like, Hal, what are you doing? He's like, you knew it was me? She's like... I've seen you naked. You don't think I know who you are just because I can't see your cheekbones? Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> uh, oh, the plight of DC. Yeah. Everybody gets a raccoon mask. and is. Mm-hmm. They thought of drawing it, not the, not the <laughs> logistics of it. Um, and then uh, I finished the first trade of Animal Man, mm. which uh, on Grimm's recommendation. Yeah, it's a good book with the bleed. The, the red. The red. The, red. Uh, the bleed. It's super messed up. I'll give, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. It go, it, yeah, it goes very strange places very fast. I, I didn't read too much into that uh, story arc. Um, I didn't seem to love it immediately as a bunch of other people did. I just liked it because I did. The art I'd, was great. I'd never heard of Animal Man until, I had, but until it, New it, 52. It's a fucking joke. Animal yeah. Man. Yeah, Grant Morrison wrote a really great Animal he Man did. in the 80s. He did. And I think there's still a Grant Morrison sale on Comixology. Uh-huh. That includes and there's that an Animal omnibus Man. coming out soon. Too. Yeah? But yeah. Animal Man is a goddamn joke who, like... <laughs> What does he like? Siphon the power of any nearby animal? Any nearby animal, he can have their abilities. Yeah, it's... which he got by a downed spacecraft. Yeah, it's not very good. It's like at that point, <sighs> just make them mutants. They're yes. born with it. Who cares? Like aliens, get... even worse. Make him, even worse. Make him a mutant or or a seventies TV show. Yeah, you decide. Uh, but it, it was pretty good. I would definitely recommend uh, checking out that first Animal Man trade. And then I didn't read the second, but Grimm did mention. Uh, the second and definitely third volumes start pulling the usual DC. Um, oh, this t- very tight focused uh, idea we had is part of a larger, is longer story. Zombies, Frankenstein a crossover yeah. thing. With, with Frankenstein and a Frankenstein and Swamp thing. Though. A Frankenstein with a Green Lantern ring. Oh, he, he really? Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Uh, so it's pretty awful. It's Rot World. It's it's the yeah the, the Rot, Rot World, World thing or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so that's bad, but definitely the first trade is absolutely worth reading because there's none of that. So I think yeah. I gave Grim my my old Kindle Fire, and I think he's just reading off my account. I know uh, he was. I know he was trying to. I can see the things he's reading. <laughs> it's showing up everywhere. <laughs> uh, well, I he's about uh, to wrap up Fifty Shades of Grey. I purchased the a, an omnibus of the Golden Age of Superman comics. Like Ugh. it's the what is it's the, the Golden first? Age? Well, it's the first thirty this? issues or twenty nine issues of Action Comics. So he can't time. fly. Nope, can't fly. He, uh, it's very weird, that, and it's also like it honestly uh, sounds like homework. Joe Schuster is a terrible artist, like, <laughs> but uh, by today's standards, really bad. And also, like his, he was starting to lose his eyesight early mm. in his career, so. It's kind of sad in that way, but it's but it these were the beginning of superheroes. Like this is the start, and I, I, it does it is kind of like homework. I'm assigning myself that I, I want to study. It's the same reason I bought the Fantastic Four omnibus because I was like I've. I know all of the Spider-Man comics of the '60s, but I don't know what was going on in so Fantastic Four or Avengers. It's Action Comics One starts. At I mean, the Fantastic Comics Four one. one you were talking. Yeah, starts. Because I, I have Four read all one. that, and yeah. then like I don't think I like Fantastic Four anymore. <laughs> well, I still think Jack Kirby's art is uh, yeah, is yeah, great. It's, it's, it's great, but and it's compared to other things Stanley wrote in those times, it's better written. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, and I also got uh, I also got the Avengers uh, omnibus. Uh, you were talking about Brett. I've been reading the Masterworks yeah. Volume One, but it's the equivalent. It's, it's first very much. starting in the sixties. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's first. It's the first thirty Ooh. issues. It's tough. You guys, it's tough. You guys, 
I don't know. I yeah. like that's I like first season Buffy. Am I right? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Mm. It, it it's is actually. I don't know. I don't, I enjoy reading the beginning garbage stuff. It's not garbage because it, it's, it's important. Chris, it's the same thing as Bollywood. when someone sits down and watch a movie nope. from the forties. And you're like, I thought you were, yes. were going to throw the Disney card. At no, you. no, no, no. It, it might be like a, a, car, a Disney movie, like Snow White or from, or, from the 40s. Yeah, you're right. You're 40s right. Or 50s. You're absolutely. And then right. you're like, this is boring. Look at all these sustained shots, and nothing yeah. happens, yeah. and there's no dynamic rack yeah. focus. Yeah. Like yeah. this is boring. And who is this? Hum- uh, more like Humphrey Bogus. And that <laughs> that castle looks fake. It's like yeah. you can tell they're talking into the hidden mic on the flower vase. <laughs> they're all talking into that. Like yeah, and, I, that's, and that's why when I read a comic, I'm like, I put myself in the mindset of, of a 13 year old okay. in 1968 okay. that is like, oh, look at all the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all getting our jobs. And wait, what colors? Oh, oh, sorry, you don't sorry. even know. Yeah, he, put myself in the mind of someone. They're in the 60s. full color art pop comics. That's what they called them back then. That was really good dynamic, Hank. That's funny. That's funny. I will. I will proclaim that funny now. Um, H- Hank's stamp of the week. Funny. I, that remind you said Disney, and I saw something. Uh, there was this video of scenes reused scenes in Disney yes. films. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen it. Yes. And I thought the guy had a good whoever edited together definitely had a point of very much the same crew worked on Jungle Book, Aristocrats. And Robin Hood. So they went to the so, trouble of capturing those original models and frames. So yeah. they thought, let's just use, let's, let's have everybody dance. We were having dance scenes. Let's just was, have everybody dance the same every and time. And that was from the 60s and 70s lit- with a process they literally called the Xerox technique. Yeah. Well, that's how they did 101 Dalmatians mm-hmm. as well. But so when the guy's pointing that out, I think, yeah, he's right. But when. What's, what's not fair well, is that they, they, they associate. When Jungle made, Book. They associate all those movies with the same time period. When yeah. they're actually like twenty years apart. Well, but it was the same crew. Like it's the same it style. It, it but is. but then in it, give they, or take an old man. But then they show Maid Marian in the Robin Hood scene is doing the same dance as in Snow White, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's a reference. They're not stealing it. Like Snow White was old enough at that point that a they were bit. making a point to have it. Dra- same way they showed like, oh, Sleeping Beauty. At the end of Sleeping Beauty, dances mm-hmm. exactly the same as Beauty and the Beast. At the end of mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, like yeah, because they meant to. It was. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a reference. That's that that whole port. The, the fact that nobody knew. Ah, we got to capture that Disney style. We can't make our stuff look as authentic as Disney. And like how they do it. And like they're film. They're filming people. And they draw over the and next and they, film. They don't know there are artists on the set, but uh-huh. like. It's it feels like cavemen. Like no one knew. Like if you use an actual reference, yeah. you'll get better work. That's why I liked Warner Brothers better because they were. I, and they, they were more cartoony. Stuff, as a they result. weren't using references. Yeah, yeah they were. They uh, squash and stretch. Anyway, this squash is about comic books. Yes. Uh, let's see. All right. Was well, that brought up, Was that brought, I, was that an article brought up by the reuse of animation in Call of Duty Ghosts? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I read that. Yeah. On GamesRadar.com. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, name. Uh, I I want to talk I about news too. We can don't talk want to get more to about red things. <laughs> uh, but what I, did I you start? Read? I meant to start reading. Um, and fuck, we we threw, almost part of the segment. But we we missed the Halloween episode that I didn't even hear about it. Afterlife with Archie, uh-huh. the wa- Archie Walking Dead. Oh pro- right, like, yeah, yeah. Jughead's dog dies, gets brought back to life, and because it's like a serious zombie Archie book it's very strange i haven't read it with a not for kids thing stamped upon it (laughs) like that's fucking cool i haven't i haven't like i started reading i'm like "Ah, i'm too tight Uh, i jumped back into um ultimate 
comic Spider-Man, a little bit of the milestone. Uh, that's a about to, to end. Up. That's why I did it. It's it, about it, it, it became cheap. Are you checking out Ultimatum or any of that stuff? You mean Ultimate Cataclysm? Yeah, yeah, Ultimate Cataclysm. No, I haven't. Are they finally nuking this thing it forever? It looks like it. Seems pretty much, yeah. Because I read all of Ultimatum and was like, never again. Well, that was supposed to be the reset. I really liked like the ultimatum stuff. The oh. point, ultimatum is awful. You're wrong. There's but a, ultimatum was <laughs> there's so, there's a scene in there of like in, in New York being just flooded with water. Right, and like, but reading it as it was happening and buying oh, issue by uh, issue, and it's like this sucks. Like this is well, when you read it, I I got the sense in ultimatum that the point of it was to they they were like we have too many redundant characters. This is just the Marvel universe, so right. let's replace some of these people. What's different about uh, Doctor Strange? Nothing. It's it's just Doctor Strange. Right. right. Kill him. Smash his face in and explode, right. pop it like a, a pimple. Right. Like, I, or they killed Daredevil, mm-hmm. Archangel, most of the X Men. Wolverine. But it was like, like it was like killing the lazy copies without with just lazy. They didn't have a new, but they didn't have new stuff either. Really. Well, yeah, and then Wolverine just showed up again anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was sun. Who cares? <laughs> Well, that's why they're just uh, killing. Well, that's why they're killing the universe. Like uh, Ultimate became redundant once they made Marvel Comics better. Ultimate yeah, became once Marvel redundant. got it, it was, the main universe got better. It was like, oh, I actually because I remember that that flip was somewhere, somewhere I guess, shortly after House of M, mm-hmm. Civil War, somewhere around there is where that flip started to happen, and I started yeah. to actually care less about Ultimate because the first three years I was back in the comics, it was all about Ultimate. Well, because Bendis, what they like, partially because of his performance on Ultimate Spider-Man, they moved up Bendis to right. the real world and basically gave him the keys to the the castle. Yeah, I guess like, it's true. Him and Miller. I, I cannot express how much I love the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, it's, Bendis is still very, very invested very, in very it. Fun. And they did like a year forward skip mm-hmm. or something, and but also like the whole ultimate world is like America had a civil war and Cap is the president and, that, and that's actually where I where I am with the Morales saga and the civil war stuff and Cap is president and like okay yeah okay but see well, that I'm, I'm that was them trying something extreme like, yeah that, that, I'm, that I'm more fine with it's like that's what this is for like mm-hmm. DC I don't even they don't even do Elseworlds anymore right like those kinds of Not things really, those no. were, were like just one off graphic novels where it's like it, what if Superman was like Frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. what if Superman landed in the in, in Russia what if Superman landed on uh, Hawaii uh, yeah no uh, God there's one called Dark Sun what mm-hmm. is well, you're thinking it. Red Sun was Russia. Mm-hmm. Dark Sun. Oh, that was Apocalypse. Where he lands, lands on, on Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, uh, or Haunted Gotham, things like mm-hmm. that, where it was like, oh, these are just neat ideas mm-hmm. that don't have to have any tie to anything. And, well, uh, that doesn't invest in your brand more. That's the... I think it's, well, it's brand extension. It's what you do when you've reached the maximum number of people. Well, it's, just, yeah. it's just that with, with Ultimate stuff, I haven't enjoyed anything on the level I have other than Spider-Man. There was a moment in... What was it? Was it Ultimate? I, I think Ultimates, Ultimates and Ultimates Fantastic Four has their moments. Yeah, well, but well, like, Reed Richards was the enemy of the Tomorrow People. Um, uh, yeah, are, something like that. I, re- I did really like that. Yeah, but that was that was it. And I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm actually fucking fascinated to check out the end of this universe that I have very strong connections. Yeah, to. yeah. But I mean, they, they, they totally should end it. They already killed Peter Parker, like so. That was mm. felt like the end to me anyway. Like he was the soul. But I still, I still, I don't know. Uh, Peter Parker is. In this universe, Morales is still palling around with Scarlet Spider, who is a one-one female clone of Peter oh, Parker. That's right. Yeah, and that's that's super fun too. 
Uh, you know, the, a new Superior Spider-Man came out today. I did not read it. Though. Oh, no. I, I haven't either. But I re- I, the, what I did read that came out is um, Mad Fraction Sex Criminals, which mm. is free on Comixology and fucking hysterical. I thought they shut that place down. Sex Criminals? Sex Cauldrons. <laughs> I've I, heard Sex Criminals is very funny. It's fucking great. If you did not see that, I posted Well, he, he co-writes it with, what, Chris Zdarsky? Is that his name? Um, I can look He's the guy who has a funny... He's a very funny... You'll see his... Tw- retweets every once in a while he's this his his image is a it looks like a guy from like archer or c lab like one of those type characters and he has cocaine all over his nose it's a it's about people who can stop time when they orgasm mm-hmm. and maybe want to start committing crime and it's treated very hilariously mm-hmm. it's if, a sex farce if you did, did not see the uh picture i posted on my facebook it was just a clip of someone detailing how to do the dutch microwave which is different from the Dutch oven under the blankets. It's where you fart in a paper bag and your partner sticks the head in the paper bag. See, it's... Fuck you guys. It's fucking funny. I cannot... That's funny. But it's, it's more... It was more that, like, um, Apple's restrictions banned the second issue from Comixology. Yep. Um, and I was like, did they? I'm going to post this image on Facebook, who are more strict about regulations, mm-hmm. and let's see if they do it. They didn't, and it was. It's usually dicks. There are a, a lot of dicks um, on Facebook. No, and in, 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 oh, in the comic, in comics. Well, that's like, what happened with um, Saga s- as well. S- saga and uh, was it just sex? Yeah, there was one called. I think it was just simply sex. And, and they, they, but they, they, Comicsology or Apple walked back on that. Mm-hmm. They, they backed off on that, and I'd just like to make more people aware because I don't want to bother Apple personally, but somebody. Should. You know, uh, because they'll se- they'll sell it in the iBooks app. Mm-hmm. That's what has. That's what. Did, did, you're not, are we aware of this? No, I don't really. They'll sell. It. Apple will sell it through their iBooks app, mm-hmm. but they won't allow other people via uh, whatever that is the iTunes app system to sell cer- things of certain content. Only if Apple makes money off it directly can you make money off sexual content. That's very weird. It it's sucks. A weird and it's stupid and hypocritical. It's because selling a comic through that iBook shit, like it's it's terrible comic views. It's a terrible way to read a comic for the mm-hmm. most part, uh, and I, that, that's why I really hate it. But I think you can still buy it on the Comicsology store online mm. and download it through the app once you Jeez. bought it. You know, I listened to uh, the the best show mm-hmm. on WFMU, and they had their they have infraction. They're actually like, oh, the, did you call the, in? The, yep, that's the end of my story. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, the end. Asshole. So moving on. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm he was sorry. on it. He 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 just listened uh. to the. It was last week's episode. The Matt Fraction was on, mm-hmm. and uh, they talk about the sex criminal stuff. Mm-hmm. Matt, and it's a real funny episode. And I called in because I wanted to. Uh, First off, you know, thank Matt Fraction for um, uh, he introduced me to the best show like on his Twitter three years ago, and then I wanted to see if uh, if Tom Sharpling, the host, wanted to talk about Billy Corrigan maybe buying TNA Wrestling, <laughs> and Tom Sharpling did not and hung up on me immediately. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, it's it's, uh, totally it's, it's on the internet. You we could very well listen to it in the next segment. Mm-hmm. We'll pull it up during the break, but. Uh, but yeah, I called in just to... Oh, mainly because Matt Fraction was on it. I guess I was wondering, is that real that Billy Corgan's going to buy... <laughs> That's E-Man. one of the rumors. The rumors, they're looking to sell TNA, and he's he already owns one wrestling faction. He does? He owns a, an indie one called Re- Resolve or Resolute or something. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> Why does he... Own- well, also, he's a, a born-again Christian now. Apparently. Does he love wrestling or something? He loves wrestling. Always has. Huge wrestling fan. So when does Vince McMahon buy it? 
Uh, probably, yeah, he'll outbid Billy Corgan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how much money could Billy Corgan really have? No, 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 Do not put, underestimate how well Siamese Dream and Melancholy sold. It's true. Well, he could also... It's a double album, friend. He could just say, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm Billy Corgan. That's all you need to know. Help hey, me pay. Man, I'm Billy... Yeah, all right. That's pretty good. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we should talk about some of the news first, guys. Come on, the news. Newsishness? Yeah, so... Just to get this out of the way of uh, So posted on the site, uh, Marvel's got four Netflix shows coming. That was a shocker. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Weeks, I feel like... Months ago on this show, we talked about that the rumor was like, Net, uh, Marvel is trying to get five new TV shows? Like, it seems no, awfully, that's a dream. It's yeah. awfully fast. This is the kind of thing you normally speculate on. We'd forget for eight months. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, remember when they said they were going to put shows on Netflix? And then, no, it's like, ah, two months later, they're just like, oh, we are. And here are the four characters, mm-hmm. which is like, that's the sweetest mm-hmm. thing you can ever announce. What All the stuff now is like, oh, who's playing Daredevil? Yeah. Who's playing Iron Fist? I was... I, I, up until the most recent news, we did take a week off. Uh, it was I talked to you about it on on AIM for a second, Hank. It was just uh, that like that that Netflix model. It, it, it's going. Jesus, let Brett finish yawning. Sorry, um, I'm tired. It, it it the Netflix model in that case is a quantity model. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I was very concerned about that. We want. 16 shows and we want all of it and we'll dump them on the public all at once so whatever the fuck their reaction is you will not be able to factor in to make the show better yeah. and we're Netflix so we don't care and, and mm. up until this point they've ordered season by season not a giant dump of fucking yeah. episodes so that really really fucking scared me that really scared well, me. Well, the Marvels commit, like, they got Netflix to commit that, like, they even did. if the first Daredevil miniseries is trash, yes, like, they the, still the have the first 13 the episodes are awful. We're just going to have to endure an entire series yeah. in that same year. But for those characters, again, I think it was my... All right. Well, did you hear who's working on Daredevil? And then that, absol- that alleviated all of Drew that. Goddard, yeah. co-writer mm-hmm. of uh, the... Uh, what was it? Cabin in the Woods. I was going to say House on the Hill and Cloverfield. Good films. Mm-hmm. Definitely good movies. Mm-hmm. And like he totally gets the Whedon-esque patter... Mm-hmm. That is apparently defining the Marvel Universe. Well, I also (laughs) like that they... um, Daredevil could still carry his own movie, but I don't think the rest could. I would... No. No, no. And that's why I'm like, I I feel like Daredevil could carry a movie, but he would always work better as a show. But but he, Daredevil, can and should also carry Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, which cannot carry. Its well, own Jessica anything. Jones. No, her her comic always felt like this is a pitch for a TV show. Yeah, it like, really did. This, it totally feels that's in general. That's a thing that's frustrating me now with comics, mm-hmm. like especially a lot of image comics. That oh, this is your backdoor pitch to make something a TV show. Like Thieves of Thieves, I liked, but now it already is a TV show. Like it is going to be like op- it's been optioned to be an AMC TV show. It's yeah. Robert Kirkman next month, and then he Robert Kirkman has done another series that now has been optioned by Showtime. So, And then I was reading this one called Clone, and I was like, this wants to be a TV show. This It just it feels empty. I liked when comics were comics, mm-hmm. and then they'd be like retrofitted to be a TV show. But, but I mean, there's it's true. It gets a little played out. It feels like, like a get-rich-quick scheme it, on these It does, but there's also like... Writers. But it's also... These things are being treated with reverence. So when mm. it does show up on TV, it's not this bastardization to make it fit TV. It, where it's yeah. like, they, they, oh, instead of having powers, he's just really smart. It's like, yes. oh, they actually have powers. They are, it's just like every subsequent movie we enjoy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe 
is an earned success, a yeah. hard-earned success. Yeah, and so, is. like, to buy a big, I hate you, dump, a big crop of things related to these characters. And if this doesn't go well, that's the end of these characters. Yeah. In, yeah. In, well, I would like to see some. I mean, they'll be part of the cinematic Marvel universe. Though, yeah, that so is they can, that is also a good. And I mean, uh, you have to assume they're going to film these things around the same time, mm-hmm. and they'll be filming roughly around the time you're getting people together to do Avengers I, Two. I, know, I shouldn't say because I am proud of that. Just because I have faith in whoever Kevin Feige, whoever's running the Marvel. Yeah. Cinematic, like they, he they, knows what he's doing. They very clearly know what to do with those characters and how to hire the yeah, right there people. There still hasn't been them. a Marvel studio. There hasn't been a disaster, like disaster. Well, right. I like how it's it is like Avengers in miniature. Mm-hmm. They do four solo things, mm-hmm. and then they do the team up miniseries Defenders. Which again, I, I wrote do, the article. The Defenders, is, Defenders is just super weird to me because it's like Defenders is like classically Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Silver Surfer, Namor, and Hulk. Defenders can be anything though. There's been they a lot can, of defenders, but it's like, but yeah, it's it's those four. It really is, and it's also like those four are so powerful, yeah, and <laughs> and so obscenely effects heavy that. But I read a good Marvel Knights did a Defenders in the early two thousands. That was basically well, a lot like this. It was uh, Daredevil, uh, Heroes for Hire. So that's when I came Punisher back, and Black Widow. That's when I came back in was Marvel Knights era. I was reading Punisher before it became Max, mm-hmm. and then as well as Daredevil and uh, what else was Marvel Knights back then? Black Panther. Uh, it was Black Panther. Bef- is that when? Uh, well, whatever. Um, but that yeah, that whole that whole Marvel Knights does that does that seems perfect for TV. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're that's the whole point. They're street level yeah. dudes like that. And I hope, yeah, I hope. I, I really want those to be successful. Also, it's too. good timing that the uh, How Did This Get Made podcast did their Daredevil yeah. one. Kind of, it, you know, listening to it. And Ed Brubaker was on. So if you're a comic That's fan, good. just That's listen cool. to hear Brubaker. Mm-hmm. Like, he almost, he almost lets out, like, Daredevil secrets or, like, frustrations he had where he said, like, look, I was stuck with that marriage. The previous writer gave me that marriage yeah. and I didn't want it. Like, it was funny. Funny to hear him say that, but... But also reminded me of how much they blew it with Daredevil and how like they finally have another shot, like finally. Yeah. And so I, I am definitely, I am excited for, it, especially with the news of Drew Goddard, and then also um, the other one. There's a uh, Melissa Rosenberg is attached to the Jessica Jones series. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she wrote for the Twilight films and Dexter, which actually aren't that great. Are terrible. Uh, Kind of Blights of Humanity. I've met, you know, I've met multiple British people in the mm-hmm. last week who love Dexter, and they're like, "Oh man, I'm finally getting through Dexter." Oh, no, they're wrong. It's and I was like, "Why the?" F- I wanted to say, like, "How can you like that? It's trash." The like, first two seasons are wonderful when they yeah they they're, follow they're, source a, material. they're an A minus show at, at its best. And the it's rest never, of it, the rest of it is garbage. It never transcends like it is. Especially you, you've said this before mm-hmm. when they edited it for CBS, mm-hmm. it was. It was clear how like how much it was a boring sitcom how, just how with extra blood. It was. Yeah, it would. Yeah, an mm-hmm. HBO show still feels special, yes. even if you take out the severed heads. Mm-hmm. But not less so with Dexter. So have you seen Ladies Man? Ladies Man, ladies, the Ladies Man. <laughs> oh, the one with Stephen Merchant. Hello, ladies. Hello. Oh shit, hey, ladies. Yes. Hello, ladies. No, it's good. It's good. I bet it's all right. I, I, it's, right. it's typical Merchant. Whatever I bet it's better than uh, what was that the new, the one Gervais did, but it's it's the weird. At the, uh, the one where he plays a retarded dude. Yeah, yeah. it's at the end of the show. I just noticed it's like HBO 
and then ABC Studios, meaning Disney paid for the show to exist and is still producing it, huh. but didn't want it. But they want the prestige of HBO. No, they didn't. No, Disney would never give HBO the satisfaction. But probably Stephen Merchant had an option to shop it elsewhere once they rejected the pilot they paid for. Ah, I see. Well, all right. So we got to take a break. But when we get back, our impressions of Thor, The Dark World. Howdy do, folks. You're here in the break of Laser Time's special podcast, Cape Crisis. I started saying Laser Time, should have said Cape Crisis. We're still moving on. I know I go through the same spiel every time, but we have a slightly different one this week. Kind of reiterate what's been said already on the show, but if you want to support the show and the Laser Time Network, on top of all the other ways you normally can, the PayPal button on the site... The t-shirt store, buying stuff off Amazon, which you should best be doing if you're buying a next-generation console. Are you drunk? What you should really be doing is getting our S.H.I.E.L.D. commentary tracks. The Laser Time premium content, as it were. How do you do that? Why, there's a whole article on the LazyTimePodcast.com website explaining it. But basically, you know, give some, give a uh, suggested donation of ten dollars, but whatever you can through PayPal, identifying the subject that you want uh, the Shield episode download. Then make sure that your email attached to your PayPal account is the one you want us sending the link to, and then you'll be able to download the episode and sync it up with the first five episodes of Marvel's Agents of Shield. Or mouse, mouse, mouse. Anyways, yeah. So please do that to help out Laser Time and make our lives just a little bit easier. Also, if you're subscribing this on iTunes, be sure to review us, guys. I've seen some recent reviews. I like seeing them. Want to see more? Come on, chop chop. And uh, lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner Hank of the week. You know, I got uh, several questions on the internet, including from good old Shane Patterson, my old buddy from Games Radar and Talk Radar Days, asking, I hear about this Defenders show and the Netflix thing. Where do I start? And wanted to tell him, well, first off, don't buy anything called Defenders because you will not get anything like that. So I think the best place to really start is something we've plugged before in here, which is the Bendis uh, Daredevil run, because... They're all in there. It starts with Daredevil. Iron Fist and Luke Cage have a big part in it. And Jessica Jones shows up as well. Like So it's a great introduction to all of them. The Alias books, too, that Bendis wrote uh, also contain all those characters. But if you're looking for a good entree, as the, as the French would say, I would start with the three uh, super collections of Bendis' stuff that you can find on Amazon. The link's on the website page for this episode. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, do all that stuff. Help us out, guys. Now, back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Hey, uh, if ye be worthy, no, I, I already did the intro. Kidding. 
I wish I thought he, if if he be worthy for the first part. Me too. Let's go back and do the whole show over right. again. If he be worthy, you're listening to Cape Crisis, a podcast. <laughs> Guys, we watched Thor all together. <laughs> we watched Thor together. Chris almost was late, didn't get to sit with us. Uh, oh yeah, had to eat his dinner. Couldn't oh, go straight working. to the... What? I, I, I heard you were eating. We left at the same time. Yeah, I... but I take a train. I had some awful traffic. I argue this further. <laughs> um, but we had a good time. I huh? also ate. Guys, how about let's start from the top. I was def- How about that Thor that Marvel Studios logo? Uh that bothered me. Man, uh, I, again. I read about the interview or I oh, why they did it. I didn't post an interview about it. It's like this is, Thor was actually the first movie in all of this that had no other Logos. Oh, there was I no see. Paramount. There was no Universal. There was no Disney. So the, at the very at the end, it says Disney. It's ju- yeah. The opening mm-hmm. was just Marvel. And they're like, okay, we've been using that flapping one since Spider Man in two thousand two. We love it. It's iconic. We got we we do like it. But since this was the first thing mm-hmm. that's just Marvel Studios, the ushering in the era of just that, we wanted to do something big. Write a fanfare for it. The guy who did the music to uh, Iron Man three and Thor two wrote the fanfare. And part of me was like, I get that you like you know want to go for that kind of 20th Century Fox thing, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, to have a fanfare and have a logo. <laughs> Something like that. I get it, but it's also like, the problem with that is that's a very easy thing to point to and be like, that's when everything went wrong. <laughs> is, is when you got so full of yourself that you thought, what if we had something grander? Well, that's because I was just remarking to myself, to myself, that that Marvel flip, 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 that thing will be usable for a lifetime. It's and great. There's, it's, there's very few things you can do that with. And then immediately I walk in there and I'm like, well, that'll be gone in two years. Yeah, that's a thing Probably that like, you'll so. have to start updating that. Well, yeah, age, you age out of it just like the Universal or the Disney thing. They always have to update yeah. it every decade or so. Though I kind of like with the Disney one when you're like, wow, we're, we're entering a new era. It's a new Disney logo opening or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I kind of like that. And, and di- I was, so Disney is using the fucking Robin Hood Prince of Thieves theme. Right now, it it is to open up its stuff, especially yeah. in home video. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, but but luckily, the movie I think we all agree overall turned out pretty good. It was really good, and yeah. I was very happy to be like, okay, well, this wasn't the start of something bad. Uh huh. Because um, I went in like I wrote in the article about the trailers and stuff. This is the one I was the most like. Those trailers didn't look very exciting. Yeah, I kind of stopped watching after the first trailer. Yeah, and even the first like twenty minutes of the ep- of the of the movie of the episode of the episode. First twenty minutes really felt like oh this feels like cheap Lord of the Rings this mm-hmm. this seems like it's low budget and I'm yeah. a little scared but then halfway through the movie when Loki really starts factoring mm-hmm. in it's just like holy crap this movie got way better and I I was even fine with it up to that point I was like this is okay I liked seeing more, way more of Asgard I think Natalie Portman even though that character is kind of doesn't have much of a character mm-hmm. all the Earth stuff was actually. Good. There's some good laughs. It was a lot. It was still funny and irreverent and weird, like the first Thor. Kat Dennings did a good job too. She did a great comedy. job. There was like, a little too much, a little bit of it. That maybe was, uh, they went too hard on it, but she did thick. her job right. She, like, she definitely did a good job. And I mean, that's just like it's a it's a human element missing in a lot of these superhero movies, where it's like let's just let the actual humans breathe for a minute. And it's one of the few movies where I don't actually mind yeah. sitting with the non-powered people. Well, and Avengers had kind of wiped my memory of the first Thor film. Yeah. So when I saw the comedy in it, I, my first thought was like, comedy? What the? Oh, yeah. The first one had a yeah. lot of jokes. Yeah, like, and I watched, I rewatched Thor right before we saw Iron Man 3. So it's kind of fresh in my head. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's good. And then mm-hmm. uh, 
I think by the time it's over, you're like, wow, that actually balanced the the space as guardian stuff really well with mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings stuff. And there's moments in there where you're like, this actually feels like Star Wars. Yeah, it grew it grew really big. Well, like it starts off kind of slow. Uh, yeah, especially that opening fight. I was like, "This looks cheap. Like, yeah. This looks cheaper than Game of Thrones." Which, ironically, the director of the film was a Game of Thrones director, and that's right. why they hired them. But though, because they were cheap, like that's the yeah. that's also was my fear. I was like, they keep hiring these TV directors who, on the one hand, you're like, "Well, a TV director, this can be their big chance to show off how awesome they are." Yeah. But oppositely. They're way cheaper than Kenneth Branagh, right? Like, than, or de, de John Favreau, or but, all the actor directors right. out there. But I mean, it, you know, it wouldn't work without Loki, though. I think that Loki. Oh is yeah, Loki. Kind of the, Loki made the movie, the and I mean, the, the ending really set it up for like a very interesting status quo. Yeah, and even this is the thing that really got me: the idea that there can even be a status quo, <laughs> like that there can actually be arcs across so many movies that yeah. there's like, oh, remember this the. Remember that period for a few years when Loki was running Asgard? And that's like a bit in several movies? Yeah. I that, was that's glad. nuts. That's like comic book. Like, it worked, guys. It when, worked. When it seemed like Loki died, I was like, this, the Loki I know would fake his death at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. The moment he stabbed Thor, and then I'm like, and I was like, wow, really? He's already going to. Oh, wait. Illusion. Got it. Uh-huh. When he cut his hand, it's like, definitely this is fake. Too far. And then everything after that, anytime anything happened, I'm like, this is fake. So. It would have been nice if one of the illusions turned out to actually not be an illusion, and then you're like, oh, shit, that wasn't a joke. Yeah. The good bit with the... Uh, Spoiler alert, did we do that? We, yeah. we told people. All right, all right. We told you. Sure. But um, I remember I told my mom... Uh, speaking of Cat Denning, when I told my mom, I saw the movie, uh, she said, like, oh, it has that one girl from Two Broke Girls, right, with the big boobs? I was like, yeah. yeah. Yes. But, yes, she's in it. But it sure though they does. had to, I felt like the, they costumed her up like she's in so many layers just so like, because her boobs would just distract so much from Natalie Portman, I think. Like, <laughs> well, you get to see. She's supposed to be Natalie funny, Portman not sexy. Yeah, but no. You also get to, see, uh, you get to see uh, Thor without a shirt on. Yeah. Beforehand, I asked Carolyn if, you think, <laughs> if, I thought, if she thought he was going to do it, and she said that she had read somewhere. He said he wasn't. He, because he's like, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a prostitute. Yes, like, you are. He did. He did actors say actors are prostitutes. He did say true. something akin to that, but it wasn't that. I think it was more like he didn't do more. <laughs> not, not that he wouldn't do at all. And, the, you, and you can definitely tell he's probably not that comfortable with it. So yeah. get a good look because like he's probably, got a beautiful body. He should show it off. Well, that's one of his fears, and that's why I think leading into uh, well, I guess we can talk about the uh, post credits yeah. thing eventually. But I, mm, man, it's the, where to start? Well, but, so, all right, but let's talk more about Thor first okay. before we go on that. I think Thor's problem as a character, like in the movie, was the, once he's not, once he's humbled and just becomes a great protector, which was his journey from the first film. Yeah, then he's not as interesting. The, only, the he was most interesting arguing with Loki, like yeah. that. That brought stuff out of him. Yeah, and and kind of when he's like dealing with the mortals that he works with, but. The rest of the time, he's like, "I am a great, I am a noble hero." I right. shall well, say that's why him. it's fun seeing him like get in a cab or yeah. So Thor doesn't. That was it was a funny scene, but it also like when he gets into the underground, like into the London underground oh, to get yeah. there. I was like, so great. "This is funny," but the world is ending. Like the world is like this is so close to the it dead, the death of the universe that maybe he wouldn't take a moment to get in a 
thing. I don't know. But, it's I just, mean, he can't run any faster. So when his like, hammer wasn't there. Yeah, his so. hammer's, like, somewhere in deep space at that point. So yeah, the like, stuff uh, with the hammer flying back and forth cute. and being confused. Yeah, the, the clothes was great. I yeah. love it. Oh, that. yeah, the last the last actual battle, even though the actual... Yes, yes. How he actually finishes off uh, old Doctor Who <laughs> is just more like, wait, why did oh, it I work? That was the bad guy from Hellboy. Hellboy 2. Echo was he the was he the no, it, too? Oh, he did. They did look similar to the so, dark yes. elf people of. of I'm Earth. only saying that because, unlike you guys, like I'm not. I didn't dislike the film. I would just wasn't. It seemed like the first useless Marvel film. Uh, I definitely don't feel that way because it, it's yeah, still, big action. What are you talking about? It's useless. weird. It was more than just like all the. It's better than Iron Man two. That's for damn sure. Uh, maybe, but it's it, Iron Man three. It was was fun, and and I think. I think great. Well, three was yeah. I think I think great. We're talking about two, but like um, something about that. Like on the next episode of Thor, like it was it was weird. Like it, it felt it, bigger than just another episode of Thor. Like stuff it, happened. You know, Loki I, went to jail. He got out. His mom died. Yeah, it like, was more like it was but less. It was, it was less I about liked was like his reaction to his mom dying. Which right. Well, yeah, but oh, wait, it was, no, that's right. It, it, sorry, I'm thinking in the middle of the movie where he was lying. Uh, and made to look like a traitor. He never cared about his mother. There was a yeah, twist yeah. there. Right. But then, a twist no, there. he is. Yeah, he that he did care. That mm-hmm. makes Loki more interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it was. It was not a movie, and that's why the trailers were hard because it's like. Yeah, this, I really didn't like those. Well, it's like this isn't a movie about the villain because who gives a shit? It's mm-hmm. a movie about what happens with Loki since. It was secretly Loki's movie. Yeah, well, Loki was the... Everybody loved Loki after Avengers. Right. Like, well, it was. I mean, he was good in Thor, he was yeah. good in Avengers, and he's good in this. So it's like, it's less about... Because Thor already had his journey. He is now mm. the status quo of Thor, which is, I'm your noble protector. Which works better on the Avengers yeah. than in a solo. It always has. Yeah. Like. But then it's like, well, now we got to see... we got to see Loki through this emotional journey. And it ends with what? He's the only character that grows and changes in this movie. <laughs> it ends with him running Asgard, mm-hmm. which is what he always wanted. Now, is he going to be a good guy or is he going to be a shithead? And that's what you have to see. Well, also and that's I, why it's yeah. interesting as a movie. It's like, it's it's... I just love it that they can throw $180 million just to have, like, basically only 30 minutes this movie really matters. Yeah. As far as, like, uh, furthering the overall plot of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But you also get this, like, spectacle of Thor and Malkolith flying through alternate realities. Uh, that whole last yeah. fight is great. Also, the ca- the Cap cameo is so funny. Holy shit. I was wondering was how they were going to work moment. something like that in, and that was probably the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, man, everyone was laughing and clapping, and that shit was great. I, I read one, uh, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, the comedian, had a funny tweet about Thor where he said that, like, it, on, on one level, it's just kind of disappointing to be, in post-Avengers films, to be like, they used to be together, now they're separate again. But... Uh, in Iron Man, it kind of worked because it was his battle. Like, right. you wouldn't... Though you think if the president was kidnapped, he'd call Captain America, wouldn't he? In the comics, he would. <laughs> but in in this movie, like, the world is about to end. Yeah. Why isn't Iron Man showing up? Yeah. Why isn't Why isn't the S.H.I.E.L.D. Didn't helicarrier... He didn't even call Nick Fury. Didn't even call. Yeah, that's true. Well, but, it's... I mean, I agree, but it's also like, you've ever read a comic book? Yeah, they, this happens all the... Well, I've, Same, I've read yes. multiple yeah. comic books where they, they'll at least have the scene where Spider-Man says, call the Fantastic Four. Well, they're not answering their phone. Okay. They call the Avengers. Nope. Well, shit, I got to deal with the jugger- juggernaut myself. Like, right, but it's like, there's how many times a year would Fantastic Four be on a reality-ending journey 
And it's like, should we call Thor or no? Yeah. All right. We're not going to bring it up. Okay. It's like that's that's the deal. That's the the the, the hand you're dealt. Yeah. Just it's true. I agree. In a world that at this point is still pretty small and uh-huh. intimate, it is weird if you want to really go there. Like, well, why wouldn't? Well, yeah. Why why didn't Russia launch? Cha- well, why if it's the whole world? Why did no one else but London react? Yeah. Where was the yeah. U.S.? Like, it, it's like you can go down this list forever. Like, yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to now the next episode of Shield is oh, them yeah. cleaning up the. They say it's to clean up stuff in this, which I think means literally they're going to clean up London. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also so okay, let's talk about the ending then. The post credits. So yeah, the post- that was the best. The post credits. We I honestly didn't expect much. I was like, no. they're not going to build up anything with Ultron mm-hmm. because. That's too far away. They've got Cap before that. They got Cap before that and, and Guardians, so whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with, like, the MacGuffin in the whole movie was the Aether, and it's this red force, and it's power incarnate or whatever. Yeah. And it was a great misdirect, uh, because then when they actually... Because it's the liquid, the whole movie. Yeah, because yeah. then when they solidify it, and then Sif and uh, Volstag... Yeah, Volstag. Yeah. Bring it, and then you're like, holy shit, it's Benicio del Toro, and he comes out, and I'm like, I can tell that's the collector. Yeah. But then he had such a great delivery. He had such a weird accent, and I loved the it. the accent, like, and just the way his presence on the screen was just like, I cannot fucking wait to see this like, movie. like, why do you come to the collector? And that's, that is why, and in that... And that bright red woman, too, that, yeah, like, yes. that's the first person you see. It's yes, the-, the fact that that entire scene was, like, this is bizarre as shit. And it was uh, directed by the director of Guardians. Yeah, James Gunn directed it. And yeah. it's like, that movie is going to be so nuts. Like, that was just a two-minute snippet. And it's like, that's one of the main characters. The only other person was a bright pink-skinned woman. <laughs> Everything in the background is wackadoodle. Mm. And that movie is going to be incredible. Yeah, like, and then, even, even if it's a so-so like dialogue, acting, whatever, just the spectacle of that movie is going to be stupid. When he makes it so clear at the end, he's like one down, five to go, five like, to go. I said that over and over all weekend because, like, <laughs> as soon as he as soon as he said Infinity uh, Stones, like Henry and I always sit next to each other at all these movies. Man, and as soon as it he feels said, great like, to be left out. And uh, as soon as running late, <laughs> as soon as Sif said, like we already have, or one of them, whichever one's like we've already got one Infinity Stone on Asgard we don't need two like we both just started like punching yeah, each other and yes. I'm like hitting myself in the legs yeah. and I'm just like giggling and it's like because in that moment that means and then he says one down five to go it's like holy fuck they are actually going to build up to an actual infinity gauntlet I guess that was the confirmation though right like officially like, like and what that means is since we know Ultron is Avengers 2 that yeah. means Cap will probably lead into that. Yeah. This means two grand storylines are unfolding. There is Cap is going to f- fold into whatever Ultron is going to be. Guardians is the last movie before Avengers 2, which is a little weird because Ultron isn't really a space thing. Yeah, well, uh, it's just going to be all Thanos. And, like it's, the, and it's Thanos is in the movie. So. The main villain of of Guardians of the Galaxy is Ronan. Ronan, Ronan in, in the film works for Thanos, yeah. which is a little off, but I'm not... It's a little who cares weird. If, I honestly am not that interested in, in keeping the uh, Ronin's character biography right. perfect. Yeah. I interpreted that as Benicio del Toro speaking to his contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, glad man. to see him having fun. Uh, like I it's... said that when I saw it because I don't know the collector character very well yeah. at all. But he's I, not I don't that... think he's like a, a huge character. No, I've really. seen him before. Yeah, no. Well, when we got out of it and like Diana, Michael's wife, was asking yeah. like. So what's the deal with him? And then we both said, like, there really isn't one. I mean, he's just he's a sci-fi trope. It's just yes. the guy, the they, space dude who's him on the everything. way to fun things. 
but it was. No, I did read. Read, read Thanos's quest. Collector oh, yeah, is in should. there. That's a great introduction to him. Thanos, yeah, the Thanos quest shows how he gets each of the gems, which mm-hmm. you can expect to factor into these movies in some degree. Yeah, it may not be word for word or, or villain I, for villain, as, as but, a, but as a usual suspects fan, I was very happy to see Benicio del Toro playing a weird accent, playing a weird character with a weird accent. From indeterminate origin, he's always weird. He's always he is not. Weird. He's he, lately he's just been like I'm just a squinty-eyed uh, grizzle voice cop, <laughs> and but Finster from what if I for, for, for real for, for real. <laughs> Well, like, I loved him. That's in, my that's my Benicio. Fear and Loathing is my favorite yes, one. Yes, yes. I love where he just goes like, "You ought to buy drugs." <laughs> so what what this means to me though is like. This is the sep- this is the separate cosmic storyline that is mm-hmm. Thanos' way of Earth. Thanos knows about Guardians of the Galaxy. He'll be in that. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is almost certainly going to be about them probably chasing down or finding one or two stones during yeah. maybe even two or yeah. three during the course of that movie. Um, but then the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, maybe it'll be all the maybe it'll be all of the uh, post credit stingers is Thanos getting one per movie. Yeah. But basically, mm-hmm. this all adds up to. Avengers three is the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and that could bring together and, the Guardians in that too, and and that's the, and that's the thing that fe- and like, the TV people. Like, yes, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you can bring Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. You can bring them. Maybe Spider Man. By Jack then, Man. by then, with uh, all the money they're making, uh, Sony and Fox Punisher will be like, too. Like, that's the most. Ghost Ghost we live in a time right now where not only are we winning and getting all the entertainment we want, but winning, we're, but where stop it, <laughs> where X Men. Uh, Days of Future Past are the like the movie is actually about wiping away the Brett Ratner version. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be. And Marvel is giving trailer. itself space to get Spider Man and uh, X Men and Fantastic Four. Back. Yeah, that gives them like another four years really to figure out what to do. Like, how do we get Spider Man? Like, look, all we want Avengers three. You want Spider Man in this movie? I want Spider Man in this movie. <laughs> we want Wolverine in this movie, and that's also the other thing is that that Avengers three. That will be the end of this. That could be the end. They could that's, just reset the cinematic yes, universe. That's, that's, after this, that. that's this era over. That's yeah, the Dark Knight Rises. That's right? a good decade. Of and film. that is the decade plus. UMVC yeah. Ultimate Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I guess it could uh, be. But that's where I mean, Thor will certainly die. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Thor dies in two. Yeah, because in Avengers two, because they need some main character to be off to set the stakes. And Chris Hemsworth has been. Pretty vocal about how much he doesn't like having to stay in peak human condition for multiple years in a row. <laughs> it can't be easy. He was. He wasn't. Somebody had disclosed how much he was being paid, yeah. and he was hired on as a nobody. Yeah, and he gets paid nothing. Yeah, nothing yeah. to be for Thor. Which like sucks for him. Scale. Feel. Someone yeah. said like two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Which to star in a film that makes a billion I would, dollars, I would wipe like, my ass with yeah. two hundred grand. Let alone be Thor. <laughs> Hey, any of you listeners want to donate two hundred grand? You <laughs> shut the fuck up. You put I, you shove it up your ass. I know Toby McGuire. He too complained, and I think it, for the second Spider-Man movie, he's like, maybe it'd be nice just to not have to work out six hours a day. Yeah. you know, maybe just three hours a day. Yeah, and that's why I could see like you need Ultron. Uh, you need Ultron to be like, holy shit! Wow, really? Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of cool. Like you need Ultron to kill somebody. I don't think Thor could. Carry. I, I don't know if I'd want to see a third Thor. And that's film. the thing. It's I we- didn't like seeing a, thir- a second. I, I thought it was too far disconnected from the entire universe, and it, it didn't connect to anything else other than the end. But he works so, best as an Avenger. Like I want to see him in more Avengers. Well, stuff. I'm more curious because like 
you can't. I mean, I guess you could wrap up Loki's story there, but it's like that's clearly room for Loki it, because outside of the gem aspect of the film, I don't see it tied to the greater Marvel universe. Well, the story they that don't, I, they don't have to be. If he's on Asgard with a gem, no, this could I, all just be a long-term plan of Thanos is just to get the has gem. A, has a has a play in the uh, Marvel universe. So yeah, and so, the Shield so show. Does, so does AIM. But and Iron Man three didn't have anything to do with like furthering the cinematic storyline. The storyline is either Ultron it was, or Thanos. It really I'm saying, ended I'm saying, Iron I'm saying Man that I don't story. have a root in the comics of where like what was the I don't remember the Malachi like he's a nobody. It's yeah, nothing. exactly. He was like he's like a villain of the week. Yeah, and whereas everybody else has either been an origin story or part of a larger system. Right, but I mean that's, just that's how Thor comics universe. are. Is like it's I, some you're right, you're it's right, some right, ancient right. foe that's unstoppable until he's suddenly stoppable. You're yeah, right. I, I just the felt second like they tied it into the larger universe, then I got interested. Outside of Thor, not so much outside of Loki and kind of Destroyer, though he doesn't have a brain. There's not really any good Thor villains. I mean, like yeah, they, you get into like mm-hmm. Enchantress or other tropes. Yeah, Enchantress, that's like, and she's like, that's not very cinematic. Like yeah. the woman that tricks people, yeah, like, which is pretty great. Which also just feels weird. Like, oh, the trickster lady, how nice. She's super sexy and makes men do what she wants. Like, yeah, we already have a trickster dude who makes men do what he wants. Yeah, <laughs> it's funnier when he does that. I appreciate the compliment. Yes. Um, uh, and I also like that now the thing in Marvel films is you have the teaser for the next film, and then yeah. you have a last last scene that's just, uh, a, just joke a joke. Thing. Yeah, the number of people number of people on Twitter complaining like the second one sucked. Uh, like, right up until the monster jumping around, it really did. But it's like Thor coming back to kiss Natalie Portman. I was thought stupid you're and supposed boring. to be so invested in that no, relationship. I thought that bit. I thought that was her like daydreaming because of how yes. fucking cornball it was. Yes, and I was like, oh wait, that's real. So that was pretty damn cheesy. But yeah, the end of just like the monster still fantastic. still running around chasing birds is like that's I cute. Love it. Everything about it sense that like everything these people do when we wrap Matter. up in one movie will still be a little yeah. remnants left over in the universe, <laughs> possibly irreversible. Possibly comical. Yeah. Little bamps running around. The, uh, yeah. It could it, be, I mean, for all we know, that's what S.H.I.E.L.D. will be cleaning up. Yeah. Is this CG, very that's, expensive monster. Wow. Yes. Oh, I don't think that, so dated by I don't think that monster is going to be on the show. No, okay. it's already aired by now, so I wish we would have well, I bet it. he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, you know what? I mean, there were a lot of okay. good comments last week, but we really don't have time to read them all. But uh, you got to go home and review a big, big game. Shush. Didn't um, say what it was. Shush. What am I to say? What it is? We're both tied up in this. Okay, I paid you anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I love for this week's question of the week. Just your reactions to Thor, or favorite moment, least favorite moment. Did it suck? Is Chris right that it wasn't as good as we thought? Or we didn't say it sucked. Didn't say it sucked. I just said I didn't care. And do you think I also think. that like I think the I think the teaser on this one confused more people than the Thanos one did. Mm. Even, like, Probably, was, mm. but who cares? It was. Is that was Man, in there for, for I actually, I actually envy people like that because when you, if you do see the next movie, you'll see like, oh, <laughs> you ever watch a great movie that like gives you all these hints of things that are yeah. happening? You watch it again. Oh, Scorsese is a genius. He's right. setting up the whole time. Like, right. but these are people doing it over the series of several years. Yep. Envy you. It's uh, man. Yeah, I was I was super happy all weekend. Every time I remembered him as the collector, I'm like, Jesus Christ, it was mm-hmm. so good and. It just makes me really happy and excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, that shirtless scene of Thor, too. I want to say one more thing about that. That it seemed, like, as gratuitous as, like, a shower scene of a woman in, yeah. a, in a horror film. This oh, is the same yeah. deal. Just, like, 
that scene had no reason to be there. It was yeah. only to have him shirtless, yeah, and, like in close up. Like, yeah, they they like his they get so it is such a close up on yeah. his abs too. Like, it's nuts. But yep. so, but you know what? Men never get the leered at in films. Yeah, and, and it's like, like well, you know what? Let the ladies have this. Yeah, the fact the number of the number of girls we knew personally who were like, man, I can't wait to see the oh, new hi. Why I have an Instagram. <laughs> And just that that bit on the of the girl on the train who just like fake bumps into him to touch his chest. It's like that's cute. Yeah. Like it, it, unless the, it was a man. Well, no. The if point it was reversed. No, the point is like. Uh, I could argue that would have looked like Henry. Yeah. I mean, the point is like. Yeah, I forgot what my point I'm was. Sorry. No. I, I. Yeah, I just think it's well. I mean, we all remember being in the first Thor film and like. No, the audience no. gasping like, yeah. well, like whoa like every um, women the entire have to audience up, was turned on women have it. to put, <laughs> women have to put up with women being ogled and male gaze and all this horse shit in every movie and every commercial and everything they watch all day if uh, Thor has a couple of shots of a beefy dude it's, lathering himself up fucking does. fine and it's the only grow movie, up it's the only movie where like hey slow down let me look at Sif yeah and, and there's, there's, there's no time but there yeah. really is. All the women are still very bumbled up in this movie, mm-hmm. like, and that's the good thing is like they're all. It's like no, nope. mm-hmm. like the only one who sexualized is a man. The women are all portrayed as like capable, strong. Like the gender has no effect on any on most things. All right, you're right. And, and what should be the most serious and silly subject matter is given a bigger dose of comedy than anything else in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I like that. Well, cause I think they need it to undercut the. There was there was Andrew one. Selba? Andrew Selba fucking rule, but did we talk about that? He was great. Can we talk about this? Yeah, sure. Much larger part, which I think has to do with his stature as an actor, since he was cast. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know, I don't know if I've ever seen that fucking character in another in a comic. Kendall just his point is to stand guard, stand and not do much. Instead, he runs up the Golden Gate Bridge parkour (laughs) style and stabs a spaceship to death. (laughs) One that he couldn't see, but because he couldn't see it, he was like, "Wait, this is weird." Yeah, and then. I also love, the, on the opposite end of the acting, the good acting spectrum, there were a couple moments with Anthony Hopkins where I was like, you you insisted on doing this in one take. Fire him. He, he reminded me of Bert, uh, Burt Reynolds in Uwe Boll's... Yeah, there was, uh, what, well, there Dungeon, was a part Dungeon where Siege, he, he laughed at Thor and he was like, uh, ha, 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 you would say that, ha. Ah. That was that was pretty weak. I still like him in a general sense as Odin. Like, yeah. He's a good fucking. Well, they Odin. need a Shakespearean emotions, dude man. like that to give Michael Gambon. Get him. A little a little too late, but yeah. all right. But anyways, oh, so. I think my point was it's uh, the good thing about the women part of Thor one and two is like mm-hmm. this was pointed out about one and two kind of keeps it going as well. It's like it's it's it seems like a small thing. It seems like even even a that's not a thing thing. But to show a woman being sexual without doing it in a degrading way, that shows like that oh, yeah. that has like no that has no slut shaming that has no her sexuality is tied to does another man approve of it? It's yes. just a woman going like God that dude is hot and wants to just touch his chest and then be like oh I copped a feel he and it's like <laughs> the reason that's okay is because a guy can always beat you up uh-huh. and that's why it's diff- it's always going to be different going the other direction. Sorry. I guess I'm done. No, the kid. I, the kids don't want this. I wanted just a little levity and to show that. Uh, thanks to laser time donations, we did yeah, the soundboard yeah. again. 
Yes, thank you. That's but no, that that's time. all. It's just it's nice, and and I've heard this not this isn't me like waxing about this. This is like multiple women going like I really appreciated what this movie did. Yeah, and it's I like agree. that's that's good. That's no. all right. Consider it. Yes. All right. So the Laser Time Podcast forums. The question from this week's episode: favorite or least favorite moment of Thor. We'll talk about it next time. Uh, plug time. I mean, we probably have to plug. Time to cut short. No. <laughs> No. No, okay. You're extending it by making this joke, Henry. Yep. That's the irony. Ooh. Grand irony. What's that? Two plugs (laughs) on Henry's What's your Twitter, Henry? H-E-A. Slow to slow down. Slow down. Slow down. down. H. Okay. How many E's? Uh, Three. N-E. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y. Henry G. Henry G. Guys. All right. Mm. Uh, I'll promote, I'll plug VGEmpire.com, video game music podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, New episodes coming soon. Got a brand new guest that has never been on the show before. Uh, So that'll be cool. And then uh, we've got actually both of our. Laser Time had a brand new guest too. Greg, Greg Greg-A-Man Moore in our special episode, More on Japan. I look forward to listening to that one. Is this. Whose plug is this? I was not that. Oh, sorry. Do you want to finish? I I was going to finish. Sorry. Go for it. Uh, uh, Both of the new episodes we have coming soon have two new guests. Go. Uh, And also the Shield commentaries that we mentioned before. Um, The donation. Anytime you donate in November, you'll get an email from us. Four and a half hours of content. We have sent out the first batch of, um, uh, yeah, yeah, the first batch of people should be seeing their episode right now. Check your uh, Gmail. Gmail will go directly to your Gmail, but I have heard in, heard tell that the uh, thing we're sharing with you will go to, to your spam or junk folder. So please check those. Cool. All right. Well, I didn't plug laser time. <sighs> you kind of did. Did not. Okay. Did not. Hold on, guys. Laser time. Is a rip roaring ride through pop culture. <laughs> uh, it's a show we put on every week. I think it's super fun. This week it was one I like. I don't want to talk about Japan again, but but Brett and Greg have been holding the story away from me, and oh. I think anybody who has listened to the last half, Greg tells, I think the longest anecdote, and and, and it's the in most laser time history. It's the most on topic, least deviating. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the most I've ever shut up, and I just interrupted Brett. So you, yeah, you see how this goes. Mm-hmm. No, it's a great show, and the response so far has been really good. Mm-hmm. That people who live in Japan or or planning to go or studying, and uh, it's, actually and, got something out of it. And I want to plug finger, fingers Malloy on Twitter, Greg's Twitter. Tell him he did a good job because Greg get, gets kicked in the dick for a living. Yes. <laughs> That's a weird job. Uh, All right. It sure is. (laughs) So until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!